0: It's Wednesday, May 18th, and this is Market Foolery. I'm Chris Hill, and joining me in studio today from Motley Fool Asset Management, Bill Mann. That's true. From Income Investor, James Early, and from Hidden Gems, Charlie Travers. Guys, good to see you. Good Doris. to see you, Chris. General Mills just bought a billion dollars worth of yogurt, and there's a public outcry for a prominent leader to step down, and we are not talking about the head of the IMF. But first, shares of Dell are up today, as the company reported better-than-expected earnings. Charlie, Dell's profit nearly tripled in the latest quarter. How are they getting
1: it done? You know Dell's kind of benefiting from the corporate refresh cycle that is also uh, you know coming around to help out companies like Microsoft, and this is actually kind of the culmination of a long and protracted reinvention that Dell has had to go through as its consumer PC business has kind of you know suffered from competition and eroding profitability to where at this point it doesn't really contribute at all to the business's bottom line. Uh, So where you know Dell's bread and butter and the future direction of the company is 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 serving large IT departments at you know, big companies and also in the government. And so what this means is that uh, they're focused on servers, networking, storage. You know, this is recurring revenue. They get consulting relationships, higher margin kind of stuff. You know, and it's going really well for them, and they up their uh, profit growth guidance uh, for the year on the operating line, uh, to mid-teens growth, which is pretty respectable for them.
2: But yeah. I think the interesting thing about it is you also had the the Hewlett-Packard earnings, which were which were horrid. So right. I'm not sure that there's... I mean, I'm not sure that you can say that it's lifting all boats. I mean...
1: Not all boats, no.
0: Yeah. yeah. But, but yeah. I mean, to go back to what you said, Charlie, if they are not really getting a lot of revenue from the sort of consumer PC side... The stuff that Dell was well, known yeah, for. Yeah, exactly. Right. I mean, at some point, don't they... Seriously, consider just cutting away that part well, of the business. You, you would wonder, and they are kind of getting out of
1: lower margin businesses. And you know, it's, it's not that they're not getting sales; they did twelve billion in sales to the consumer last fiscal year. It's just that they don't make any money doing it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, you know, I think they made sixty-five million in profits off of that, which is you know an abysmally low
2: margin.
3: Their the operating margin was up this quarter too, right? Yeah,
2: yeah. The mm-hmm. margins are coming around,
3: yeah, and but that's a lot
2: of. I mean, that's that has to do with the business, you know, the the uh, the mix of sales. I mean, absolutely you know, selling into the business. There's a lot higher price. uh,
1: Providing services to the IT department is a fat margin kind of business. It's better than just being a a box maker.
0: So five years from now, how likely is it that they actually do cut away the, the consumer facing PC side? Uh,
1: I think they'll probably keep it around. I think it just, you know, as anything, some brand recognition. And they do sell a lot of PCs. I mean, you know, the tablets and smartphones, they're not work machines, and businesses do need these uh, kind of more robust devices. And I don't see that going away. And if you're making the box for, uh, you know, Fortune 500 companies, you know, may as well sell it to the consumer. There's no
0: really uh, detriment to do that. Yeah, it that. certainly
2: helps you churn through some of that inventory because that turns, it turns obsolete, you know, it becomes obsolete so quickly. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. General Mills has agreed to buy a controlling stake in YoPlay for $1.15 billion. That's a lot of yogurt. That is a <laughs> lot of yogurt. Um, James, we were talking last week about the Microsoft Skype deal and sort of how much Microsoft paid. Um, how should – General Mills shareholders feel about how much they just paid for all this yogurt?
3: Chris, at least on the surface, it seems like a good deal. Analysts were talking about a $2 billion price tag just a few months ago, so this is a lot less than that, $1.15 billion. And Yoplait, Chris, has $65 billion in global sales. And, and General Mills, for instance, just has $15 billion in, in its sales. So <laughs> it's, it's a big deal. We don't know how all the profit's going to wash down yet. You know, The details haven't come out, so I can't speak to that. But I do know that General Mills got a little bit better price uh, for kind of a weird reason. And and a Chinese bitter was basically kept out of the market because uh, the French considered yogurt a strategic asset, and just like we would consider a stealth bomber, a strategic asset. So for, you know, for them, yogurt <laughs> is their 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 strategic <laughs> asset, and they wouldn't sell to the Chinese. So Are you damn, suggesting that the French bomb with yogurt? <laughs> so no. The, <laughs> no comment, so so that was at least one bitter sort of taken out of the running.
0: I don't know what I'm. I'm more stunned by the fact that. Sixty-five billion dollars worth of yogurt is sold by by YoPlay every year, or the fact that the French government deemed this a strategic asset.
2: Yeah, we are. The United States is a relatively low consumer of dairy in general. I mean, you know, there are certain states. I mean, Wisconsin, for example, where it's higher, but relative to the Middle East and to most of Western Europe, we don't we don't consume that much dairy uh, per capita. So, yeah, yogurt is a very important, a very you know, a base. Ingredient for you know for a lot of uh, cuisines around the world, so it doesn't surprise me that much. I, the one thing that I want to say about this is that this, this has some of the hallmarks of the uh, of the uh, Microsoft deal from a tax standpoint, where they're using money that is already overseas mm-hmm. that they can't repeat repatriate into the U.S. So I think they're getting an even better deal than you know than the headline suggests.
0: Any other weird things that the French government is claiming as a strategic asset? Perfume, big pens. <laughs> I'm not making this up Bic pens Bic Bic wow that's just I don't know like I I would feel they do a lot of writing I would I would would just feel like that's like a a little bit of a reflection of some low self-esteem if you're just like um, (laughs) don't touch my stuff yeah yeah Yeah. you know what are your strategic assets well um, uh, well it's not intellectual property so much as it's yogurt and pens (laughs) it's not military strategy exactly And finally, more than 550 health professionals and organizations have signed a letter to the McDonald's Corporation asking the company to stop marketing junk food to kids and to retire Ronald McDonald. The letter ran in six newspapers, including the Chicago Sun-Times, New York Metro, and Boston Metro. Uh, Bill Mann, I'll start with you. If Jim Skinner, the CEO of McDonald's, asks for your advice on this issue, what do you tell him?
2: I'll tell him that I'll know they're serious when they start protesting at the Ronald McDonald houses around the country. Until then, it's it's ridiculous to me,
0: actually. (laughs) (laughs) Well, maybe that's dark. I don't know, but no. I mean that that is. I mean, we we've talked about this before, um, sort of. You know, not not on the air, but just sort of in the office about how um, when we were kids. You know, way back when, when we were kids, Ronald McDonald was a character front and center in the TV commercials. Oh yeah, and now it's sort of you know he's yeah. sort of in the perfect except for the houses. It's it's kind of like the least effective way of
1: getting anything done is to write a letter. It's like Amnesty <laughs> International, like oh we're going to write a letter
0: to these bad guys overseas to yeah. stop abusing their citizens. Oh, that works real well.
2: <laughs> <laughs> a strongly worded letter. Right,
0: yeah. <laughs> now, Charlie, you you uh, were just on vacation in Paris. You you had an encounter. I yeah.
1: actually saw the creepiest Ronald McDonald I've ever seen. Him my life. So I only came across uh, two or three McDonald's restaurants when I was in Paris, but we were strolling by this one and actually tempted to go in as kind of a lark, you know, just kind of check it out, see how it compared to the McDonald's over here in the States. But blocking the entrance was this like six foot three Ronald McDonald breakdancing in the entryway.
2: And (laughs) And he was saying, I am a strategic asset for France.
1: That's right. And, you know, just the, you know, you want a clown figure that's going to scare small children. The break
0: dancing (laughs) Ronald McDonald will do it.
2: I think he probably does as much harm as good At this point, I mean, you know,
0: you don't see Grimace anymore or... James uh, McDonald's is uh, a recommended stock in your service that you run. Uh, w- what do you think about this?
3: Well, I, I like the company Chris as an investment, but but it's yeah, I don't like the food. I don't eat there. I, I don't like to yeah. feed it to my family. I mean, I would I wouldn't cry if he left, which Ronald McDonald being. I mean, I think they could replace him with a more realistic character, maybe Ronald Cholesterol or Ronald McDeath, <laughs> You know, somebody who's <laughs> obese McDon- and, and periodically faints and needs to be needs to be resuscitated and that would maybe send a different message. You have to figure mm.
0: some of the other McDonaldland characters are are smelling an opportunity here because if Ronald McDonald retires, someone's got to step up. So let me just put it to the group here: um, If you had to replace Ronald McDonald with one of the other characters, um, and this is this is the character who's going to be front and center of the marketing efforts, are you going with Mayor McCheese, Solid Grimace, Hamburglar, or the the Fry Kids, the Fry Guys? I don't know if they're still around. I think they're still in the group the Fry right. Posse. The Fry <laughs> Posse. Yeah, exactly. What do you think, Bill? Who are you Man, going with? I think you got to go Grimace. I mean, yeah. But what is Grimace? That's the eternal question, right? <laughs> that, that's like you know, it's like nobody. Knows. Barney's
2: weird uncle,
0: <laughs> something <laughs> right. like that. Charlie, what do you think?
1: Oh, well, I think I think if you're going to keep marketing to children, you got to go all out. And what do children like better than animals? So I'm going with the right end candidate, Ronald McDonald's dog Sunday. Did he have a dog? Uh, he did, Sunday? and this was in a commercial like the uh, late '90s, early 2000s. So. Uh, yeah, it
2: didn't pull well apparently. Yeah, yeah but I, bring it back. Yeah. It
1: has no stigma, no nothing. Just you know, it's a furry little dog that yeah. wants you to eat hamburgers so, and ice cream. There right. you
0: go, James. What do you
3: think? I, I'm going with hamburger, Chris. There is something hilarious about glorifying theft to impress. <laughs> the <children, so. laughs> right. Well, I was reading about like the history
1: of McDonald's uh, cartoon characters, and a lot of them were villains trying to steal French fries and other items, and being foiled by Ronald McDonald. It's Just a bizarre marketing strategy. Yeah.
2: So there's like, like he protects think, the fast food. So like the Tricks Rabbit was all about theft and yeah, uh,
0: and don't steal my Lucky Charms. Lucky yeah. Charms. If you're if you're the Burger King, aren't you aren't you watching this you know, uh, that's closely? Yeah. That, because, talk about creepy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because I mean, if if they're taking out Ronald, I think the Burger King is next. Yeah, But it sounds like Palace intrigue It sounds like we'd all be <laughs> if they're trip, taking man. out
2: the jester The king has to be next <laughs> all, right.
0: all right Bill Mann Charlie Travers James Early Guys thanks for being here Thank, Thank you Chris As always people on the program May have interest in the stocks They talk about And The Motley Fool May have formal recommendations For or against So don't buy or sell stocks Based solely on what you hear that's it for this edition of Market Foolery. It's a short week for us, so check out Motley Fool Money this weekend online on iTunes and on radio stations across America. Our producer is Matt Greer. I'm Chris Hill. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.
2: I don't even have, like, an impression of Mayor McCheese at this point. I don't know yeah, what he did know, besides right, walk right, around. And yeah, all, yeah, and
0: with the way things are going with politicians lately, do you really want a politician front and Seriously. center? Seriously. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. we'll call him Fed Chief McCheese. <laughs> yeah, exactly, because, I mean, what are the odds that Mayor McCheese has, like, you know. Yeah.
3: Three kids from some other. a seven-year-old. The fry guys are his. You know, can we talk
0: to Mrs. Mayor McCheese and yeah, find that's out? That's right.